Blog Talk Radio.
judgment comes upon the law. No time to waste, run to the cross. Drunk old lies of this age. Feels too smart to believe. Trade their future for the lust. Blindly passing, they call you to join them. Fall into the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul for a chance to receive his mark. so much for the days that we're in right now. We thank you so much for choosing us before there was time for to walk in the works that you have laid out before us in our book of remembrance. We thank you, Father God, for everything that, that we have experienced, for the trials and tribulations, the difficulties in our lives, the chastening, uh, the periods of time that we didn't think we were going to get through them. Um, uh, so many things have happened to so many of us and continue indeed to, uh, to happen to many of us. Um, I won't go through the list. The list is pretty big and it's still continuing. And I, I just lift up every single person, Father, in the name of Jesus, that listens to this program, particularly those that um, are regular communicators with me uh, and ask occasionally here and there for uh, special prayer, sometimes emergency prayer. Um, and I just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you will anoint every single one of them, those who need, have uh, loved ones that are close to them, that are uh, sick, maybe injured, um, uh, people that are going through some really bad times because they can't get medical help associated with still uh, these endless delays uh, in uh, pandemic land uh, and the hospitals that are just, you know, probably years and years behind getting their staffing up to the levels that it needs to be. Father, there's so many of us that are suffering beyond words, really. There are people that are going through all sorts of different diversities of, of challenges and difficulties, trials, tribulations, family members dying, uh, sicknesses, dropping over dead with, you know, illnesses and things like that. Father, it is just that it's just a, such a deeply troubling time to be alive. Jesus, we know why you called it, the, you know, that, the, that when we saw all these things, when we see all these things happening, that it would be the beginning of sorrows, and certainly we have, uh, I would submit, moved forward 
past the very beginning of sorrows, and we are now deep into the parking lot of sorrows. And uh, and for many of us, it is a very trying time. And um, we just pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you will help to hold our lives steady so that we're able to better serve you. Um, we are we we do understand and praise you for the advanced somewhat advanced understanding of Romans 13, understanding that uh, the reason why we pray for our governments and things like that is primarily so that we're able to live peaceful lives and be able to serve you. And um, and now we're uh, we've crossed over the precipice of the end times. You know, uh, let's just call it the, the the dark red line of the end times. That line that can't be. You know, we can't go back across it. That would maybe it's the red pill uh, red line. Uh, but um, we certainly crossed over that precipice. At least as anybody with any logic whatsoever would assume or or estimate based upon the years and years that we've been going through the things that we're going through and the continuous imminent threat of additional things along those same lines happening to us even on top, layered upon layered upon layered of ugly uh, end times things that we were warned about, pestilence, famine, signs in the sun and moon and star seas roaring, wars, rumors of wars, everything that you've warned us about is happening now, persecution of the Christians, churches being defiled over abortion, people being arrested for preaching uh, or even reading the Bible in a public area. Father, we have come to that place where it is perhaps nowhere near as dark as it is going to be, at least not in, in, in the United States of Babylon the Great, not yet. But we certainly are, are – we're into it. We are in the thick of it. We're wearing, you know, the uh, the big rubber boots to go up to our hips so we can walk and wade through that cesspool and be able to continue to give you glory and continue to praise you for bringing us through the things that we need to go through while we ask at the same time, Father, that whatever it is that you must do in our lives, whatever, whatever chastening that must occur, whatever refiner's fire that is necessary to bring us to a place that is uh, that will that will make us eligible to um, uh, reap the grace greatest possible rewards, which would be part of the barley harvest, part of the ruling class uh, of the Lord, you know, with the Lord Jesus, uh, definitely uh, the, the first iteration or the first fruits of the uh, rapture in the bride of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that we are all found worthy to escape these things, not just to escape them, Father, but to be actually, actually chosen of the many who are called to be part of that barley harvest, be part of that first group that departs. And and not not because we were watching per se only, but but because we were truly found worthy and uh busy about the Father's work. And we give you all the praise and honor and glory, Lord God. We thank you, Jesus, for your prayers. We thank uh all of the members of the uh of the cloud of witnesses. We we pray in Jesus name uh, for one another. We ask you, Father, forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. We ask you to forgive us all of our sins, even those of which we do not know that we commit. And we pray that you will make us ready. Whatever happens, please, Father, don't leave us here on this earth. No matter what, please reveal it to us. You've revealed it. Uh, the, the scripture clearly states that you don't play favorites. I, I, I won't quote the exact scripture uh, that, that Peter used, but, I, but, uh, but Father, we know that you don't. And 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 we 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 also know that you have been kind enough to show a pretty large number of people out there. Uh, you know, uh, J- Pastor John Melindy is one of them. Many others, I get, I would assume and estimate. Uh, the, you know how very mi- what would seemingly be relatively minor infractions, even to uh, somebody as anointed as John Melindy, uh, were enough to rule him out. 
from being, uh, you know, chosen for the rapture. And, Father, you revealed it to him, and we pray in the name of Jesus that you will reveal such infractions in our lives to us so that we do not miss. This is the opportunity of all of our eternity, and we want to be able to serve you. We love you. We love you, Jesus. We want to be what it is that you wanted us to be, that you wrote into our book, Psalm 139.16, and that we will fulfill the works that you have, uh, again, written about us uh, in a way that we hear only the words with your loving arms. Welcome to having good and faithful servants. We praise your holy name. And now to him, our Lord Jesus, who is able to keep us from stumbling and present us faultless before the presence of your glory, Father God, with exceeding joy. Can't even imagine what that must be like. And to you, Father, our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forever. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Boy, let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Why is it that the days, you know, I, I some, you know, I got a man, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, today I had five contractors, five separate contractors at the house at the same time. It upset my one dog so much, he just went downstairs and peed right on the floor. You don't want that to happen, not this dog. But anyway, um, oh, my gosh, praise God. It was just insane. My house finally got painted. That was nightmarish. It took forever, all kinds of problems. Uh, when does it ever go smoothly? Spectrum Cable was here because they blew up my audiovisual receiver downstairs in the home theater. Not that I use it all that much, but I'm just saying, if I do feel like using it, it's kind of a bummer now because that's like a five, $700, you know, just that AV receiver, 700 bucks. Yeah, Spectrum came in and they connected up a box. Well, the box blew up. 
and it wasn't a lightning strike or none of that. The box just fried. And I went in and fried my whole AV receiver. So now I have to wait bunches and bunches and bunches of days. Not one, but two Spectrum cable trucks pulled up. It was like the Inquisition. They were taking pictures and pictures and pictures and pictures and pic- pictures on the outside, pictures on the inside of the house, pictures at the wire feed into the house, you know, all, all this kind of stuff. I don't know what, I don't know, who knows, you know. It's the Inquisition. They don't want to have to pay for another Yamaha amp, I guess. Uh, and that's fine. I don't, you know, I, I really didn't think they were going to do anything anyway. So I'm, I'm, I'm figuring what the heck. We'll see if they do. And then, you know, by that time, Jesus will be here and I'll be like, whatever. <laughs> Who cares about a Yamaha amp? But anyway, um, I don't really go down there that much. But it is kind of nice, you know, when you if you, if you get a hankering, uh, you know, to do something like that once in a blue moon, like, you know, is my case, you know, then it it is kind of nice to be able to use it. But now nah, it's all blown up. So whatever. And then the, finally the painting got done. But just about the time they were coming up to get their checks, they were like, oh, God, they look so exhausted. There is something wrong. I guess I guess that's like the understatement of a century. There's not just something wrong. There's like bazillions of things wrong. I get it. Okay. As a matter of fact, if you want to connect the the satanic dots, boy, I don't think we've ever had a period of time on the earth that there were less satanic dots. I mean, now they're torching uh, CERN back up. Right. So there's going to be all kinds of YouTube video, all kinds of YouTube podcasters out there that woke up to the dark side, woke up to shape shifting reptilians, woke up to demons, woke up to the biblical things that are happening like in the last five years. But they weren't through through the multiple CERN events where nothing happened uh, back in 2011, 2012, 2013, over and over and over and over and over again and satanic rituals outside of CERN. You know, the only thing that I think CERN, here's the thing. I know that CERN, if it has enough power, because the physicists have said, several physicists have said so, has the ability to create a miniature black hole and suck the Earth right into it. Okay, and there's a reason why the entities of the darkness, the uh, the fallen seraphim, the shape-shifting reptilians that are running this world, the they-live creatures from the bowels of Sheol that are part of the elite WEF, Council on Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission bunch, okay, you know, these entities from these ugh, – ugh. anyway, the ones that are crashing the entire world right now, taking it all down, and our father's letting them. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's just mind bending. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievably astonishing. Hallelujah. But the, um, but they want the, the world, um, if they could have it their way, they definitely would want CERN to have enough power and, and to create a black hole and to suck the earth through it. And you might say, oh, come on. Why would they want to do that? Well, you can listen to all the other podcasts that are out there as they muse around and say, oh, CERN's going to open up portals of demons and they're going to come through and Leviathan this and all kinds of zombies. And you know what? What you're going to find out is it isn't going to happen. I'm just going to tell you it isn't going to happen. Now, what I'll tell you, I'll, what I will tell you is here's why they do ultimately, and when I say they, this is why the reptilian queen of England uh, and the whole house of Windsor is a bunch of reptiles. But anyway, and, oh my gosh, they're everywhere. But um, uh, the, um, uh, they're the tares. They're the tares that Jesus warned about. They grow up. They look like the wheat. Okay. They're human looking, but they're not. Get it? 
Okay, they know how to manipulate mass and do all that kind of weirdness because we live in this type of a hologram, which is true. All right, quantum physics, quantum mechanics, whatever you want to call it, particle physics, which, by the way, the CERN's real big on. But the queen, the, the queen reptile in, uh, in, uh, uh, injected $20 billion into the building of CERN. And I'm sure she probably covertly injects even additional money to, because the forces of darkness, the global satanic crime syndicate, now the ones that are at the tippity top. I'm talking about the ones that meet, you know, the, the Dracos, the, uh, you know, um, uh, that meet with Satan on a regular basis. That, at that level, they are quite interested in creating a CERN dynamic whereby the Earth gets sucked into a miniature black hole. Now, why would they want to do that? All you got to do is read Isaiah 13, and you'll know. All you got to do is read Joel 2, and you'll know. All you got to do is understand that when a when the stars fall from the sky, shake uh, like a fig tree shaken by a mighty wind, that those are alien spaceships or whatever entities that are coming down to Earth. That that's happening during the day of the Lord, and the day of the Lord is spelled out in great detail in Isaiah 13, because our heavenly Father sends them to Earth. It's part of the judgment. Padre Pio in 1950 and 51 had two major visions of the of the three days of darkness, and he was warned in those visions that people should stay inside their houses, not open up the windows, don't even go outside to feed the animals, he said. And then he explains that evil angels will come down and wreak havoc and kill and slaughter, murder, torture, just wipe out civilization, you know, people, any people they can find, which is fascinating because that aligns to Isaiah 26. Um, 2620, I believe it is, where it says, go into your chambers for a little while until the indignation is past. That Hebrew word indignation is the same word that is used in Isaiah 13 to describe what these alien beings are bringing to the earth, which is indignation. It's pretty horrible because, you know, when, when look, Nazi Germany, Nazi Germany at its very, very worst, never chopped children into pieces. Okay. So in the history of the world, there has never been an army evil enough to chop children into pieces like you see in Isaiah uh, uh, chapter 13. Okay, so so it, it, it doesn't take, um, you know, like a degree in electronics engineering to figure that one out. All right, praise God. And it says, you know, our Heavenly Father sends them from the far ends of the Shamayim, which is where the, where the planets revolve. That's what that word means. You just have to look at your expanded, enhanced uh, uh, Strong's, uh, and preferably if you have a really good Strong's and dictionary co combination package. Those are unstoppably awesome study tools. Praise God. So anyway, um, uh, let me see. I got the numbers for Elena, so we're queued up there. Praise Jesus. But, yeah, no, we, we have, we, you know, we've – We've entered into the darkest times that I've ever seen. I'm certainly sure that that's the same case that it is for you. Uh, and to answer your questions for the black hole thing, I know is a fact that they want to open up that miniature black hole and pull the earth through it because there's nothing they would like better than to be left alone while they torture mankind. Have you ever considered that? Probably not. I listened about 11 years ago, maybe 10 years ago, give or take. I was a fervid listener of uh, Project Camelot when it was at its peak. It was like, you know, every time a new episode came out, everybody dropped everything and went and listened to it. Uh, you know, lots of uh, uh, Bill Deagle and stuff like that on there, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff. I, I've got so many recordings of snippet, snippet recordings, you know, audio bites from Project Camelot. It's just absolutely mind-bending. Uh, and I could, I could look some of them up right now. But one of them uh, explained 
explains, uh, Carrie Cassidy explains, uh, it was a um, it was a special that they had on Nibiru, Planet X, uh, and they had f- four of maybe five of arguably the most astute Planet X researchers on the program all at the same time, and they were all expounding on their different. Areas of expertise, um, and uh, you know, Doctor Doctor Farrell, for example, and his expertise on prior wars in the heavens. Uh, it just it it was really a very powerful program. As a matter of fact, I even paid for it. I paid like thirty five dollars to get the whole four hours of it. And toward, I think it was toward the end of it, Carrie Cassidy had jumped, kind of jumped in and said, "Well, you know," because they were talking about CERN. She was like, "Well, well, you know, uh, I have had reports from very highly credible sources that." they have been trying to use CERN to open up a miniature black hole to pull, get this, to pull the Earth out of its current location in the cosmos and into a place of safety away from incoming unfriendlies. Now, why in the world would they want to pull the Earth away from incoming unfriendlies? I'll tell you why. Because it says so in explains it in the Bible. Okay, again, it's Isaiah 13. It's right there. Smack dab in your face. Our Heavenly Father sends them to the earth to wreak judgment upon the earth. And again, Padre B is called them evil angels. Uh, and, and even in even uh, Psalm 78, um, I think it was 7841, uh, again and again, they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. No, there's another scripture around about there where it talks about evil angels. You know, uh, when it's referring back to the three days of darkness that was, uh, you know, brought as a judgment upon Israel and the Israelites had to put dabs of lamb's blood in the shape of a cross over top of their doors. And then they had supernatural, holy light in their homes, in their dwelling places. Okay, which, by the way, is exactly what's going to be happening when these entities uh, after the three days of darkness, when, you know, for those who do not make the barley harvest, for those which I feel terribly sorry for. And I pray in Jesus name, I don't want anybody to miss the barley harvest. I don't want anybody to miss it. Believe me, I don't want anybody to miss it. That's why I harp on it. Hey, uh, high, high frequency active rural research project. I harp on it. Harp, 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 harp. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, and um, but if you, you know, if you were to not make the barley harvest and you were to hear NASA make an announcement worldwide uh, to the entire world, where did all the people go? Well, the aliens took them. When you hear that, that's the real rapture. That's the barley harvest. It's not Project Bluebeam, which a lot of Christians will say it is because they'll be like indignant. They'll be like, well, if I didn't get raptured, then by golly, that wasn't the rapture. You know, kind of like the cessationists do when they say, if I didn't receive the gift of tongues, then all the gifts of the Holy Spirit were canceled out back during the apostles' time. So they become cessationists because they're so gushing and overflowing with their own personal self-righteousness and pride that they can't possibly believe that they didn't receive it. So they create an entire following called cessationism, which is a lie from the devil. I just hope it's not blasphemy of the Holy Spirit because that means the whole bunch of them are going right down. And I mean that. I don't want to see that happen to anybody. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Okay, so watching the time, um, Sister Elaine is being a sweetie, and she's sending me links to her blog. Of course, she knows I can't possibly look at it right now. God bless her sweetheart, because, uh, you know, show moves quick. Got to be on the tip of my tongue. You know, we got to be like, bada bing, bada bing, bada bing, bada bing, Light, you know, lights, camera, action, rail stats, gizmos, gadgets, mixers, microphones. Press this button. Press that button. Don't forget this. Don't forget that. I mean, even while I'm talking, I'm like looking up lanes because I don't have her number. Do, who remembers phone numbers now? Nowadays, <laughs> you know, it's like you program them into your phone and it's like, okay, I might have talked to this person like 5,000 times, but you still don't remember their phone number at all. But yeah, this was just a nuts day, folks. I, I you know, the, the pool, the pool company, the, the people painting the house, the spectrum people were here. Uh, there was another contractor that was here that I cannot remember. And I don't know, I don't even want to think about it. And it was up and down the stairs, up and down the stairs, people at work going, I need you to look at this. It's the last minute. Hurry, please hurry. And, and I'm like, oh. anyway, so I, you know, I, I, it was one of those classic moments where, uh, you know, uh, and then of course there was an all hands m- meeting that went over time. And I am uh, once again, I know you're like sick of hearing about, this and I don't blame you, but um, I have sent it to my um, to a few people that are close to me, and I will once again say that my company has officially announced a situation where they're merging major departments, and that's a nice way of saying consolidation and reorg. So please do, if you don't mind, just say, dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, think about how how little time this will take. I mean, literally, it's less than five seconds, maybe six or seven seconds. Father, in the name of Jesus, please protect Johnny's job. That's all I ask. In the name of Jesus, and if you have a prayer request, don't be bashful, jbaptist777 at gmail.com, and I am happy to stand on holy ground and pray for you or your loved ones or other people that are going through awful, terrible, horrible Issues. I mean, the diversity of the issues is amazing. I mean, if if there was like a section of the dictionary that you could open up, it says, okay, from this place back, from this little lip, this special little red tab on the dictionary back is just a list of bad things that can happen to people. Let me tell you something, folks. That whole list is stuff that I'm getting in my email right now from people all over the place. And it's sad. It is really sad. And I can even see it in some of the, um, you know, quote, prophets and stuff that are out there. And they're trying. I don't mean to pick on them. I know it's hard. But, you know, when you can, you know, one of the things that happens, and it does happen, it really does. And they can't help it. They're humans. They're humans. Uh, and um, and they, you know, find themselves in different places in their walks. And I know where they are in their walks because they tell people where they are and what they're going through and all that. And then it reflects in their prophetic tongue. They start to prophesy about what it is they're going through. Or it's contextually wrapped in their personal situation. And um, and it's not – I'm not saying that it, it isn't – I don't – you know, all I can tell you is that when I detect that, um, it isn't as – I don't feel that it is as anointed and directly from the throne room as what I'm actually looking for personally. I'm looking for the prophetic tongue that I know beyond any shadow of a doubt is utterly disconnected from all things on the earth. In other words, it, I don't mean all things on the earth, but it 
prophesize. For example, when that one guy that my sister listened to, I forget who it was. I don't know if it was Tim, Timothy Dixon or Hank, Hank Gunnaman or what, whichever one. But anyway, um, uh, she sent it, and for some reason, by some miracle, I actually read part of it, which is like, never happens. And, um, and it was talking about the gunpowder that the vision was given to this particular individual uh, of gunpowder in a gigantic X across the United States of America. That was the vision that this guy was given. And that the gunpowder was lit, caught fire in the center of the X and started burning outward. And I knew immediately that that was civil war. But I was already watching for the civil war that Dimitri Dudeman had seen in his, in, in his magnanimous, incredibly anointed vision from our father, from this book, um, you know, Through the Fire Without Burning, praise God. And uh, gosh, Dimitri and, and his work for the Lord has brought this country more blessings. And I, I don't I mean, it's unspeakable. You can't quantify it to have a man who is a, you know, beaten half to death many, many times in his life, a preacher, a pastor in uh, communist Romania, smuggling Bibles to people who would never even in a bazillion years have an opportunity to ever see a Bible being, like I said, beaten up by the Romanian police constantly lucky to be alive, and then told by two angels to come to the United States, where he had no friends, no family, and a grandson, essentially, to travel around a, a bunch of Presbyterian, you know, uh, whatever church. I'm not, I'm, I'm not picking on the Presbyterians, but I'm saying just a bunch of church, churches, a lot of them were, seemed to be, uh, from watching his testimony. But yeah, some of the most amazing things that I've ever heard in my life came from Dimitri Dudeman. It's amazing. Confirmed by A.A. A. Allen, confirmed by Henry Groover. I mean, how can you argue with such lieutenants of our Heavenly Father? Generals, really. You can't. That's like walking up to Smith Wigglesworth and going, you don't have the gift of miracles and healing. You know, it's like uh, you better be looking for a lightning bolt to be coming down from the, from on eye on that one. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So. Um, so anyway. Yeah, it's been a heck of a day. I ran downstairs. My uh, my grandson total for dinner tonight was uh, a can of uh, raw Vienna sausages and a, and a chunk of cheese. Yum, yum. All right, hallelujah, praise Jesus. All right, kids, are you ready? Time for, I don't know, a little bit of comic relief, perhaps. Yeah. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Kids, what do you get when you cross a rabbit? with a frog and you know today you know with all the chimera action going on i'm sure this is happening somewhere what do you get when you cross a rabbit with a frog a bunny ribbit <laughs> you know a bunny ribbit 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 you know, okay. okay all right all right well at least i got a winner there kids knock knock who's there cargo cargo who Cargo, vroom, vroom, beep, beep. <laughs> okay. Kids, was that funny or what? Oh, yeah. You guys don't really like the knock-knock jokes all that much. Yeah, I kind of understand that. Kids, what do you call a horse that lives next door? A neighbor. <laughs> Come on. You can give me credit for that one, right? Come on, a little bit here. Kids, what do you call a cow with a tick? What do you call a cow with a tick? You know, where he kind of like jerks his head to the side and winks his eye, but he can't control himself, you know, that kind of a tick. What do you call a cow with a tick? A beef jerky. <laughs> okay. Don't make fun of the beef jerky cow, kids. All right. 
Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lay hands on them and get them healed in the name of Jesus. Praise you, Lord. All right. And let's go ahead and move into the news. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, so uh, Sister Mary from over in the United Kingdom hooked me up, but I, I realized that it is not part of the portfolio of movies that are available here in the United States. Now then, can you see it in the United States by signing up with a membership to the IMDB database, blah, 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 and watching it on your laptop or your cell phone? Probably so. Uh, that's something that I kind of hate doing. Um, you know, I'm kind of like, okay, I spent this money for the big screen TV. I want to watch it on the big screen TV, and I darn sure don't want to watch it on my little bitty Android. All right, but anyway, um, so I'm hoping it'll, I'll find another way to get a hold of it. And if it, and if it comes out in DVD, I'll buy it in DVD. All right, because this is the kind of thing. This is a, right up my alley. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And by the way, it looks to be highly prophetic, sort of like when we were talking about the movie Day Live, uh, you know, that, that came out way back in 1980. And then I played the New World Order clip, you know, with a global elite were meeting toward the end of the movie. And they had, the, you know, they had their glasses on. They could see the whole room was full of reptilians. And, uh, and they said that the New World Order would be established in 2025. They said that in the movie. That was actually a line in a movie from 1988. What are the odds? I'm saying it's prophetic. I'm saying keep your eye on 2025. Isn't it fascinating that it would be right after Maybe Trump does a major upset, which, by the way, would cause what? A major reaction, possibly the reveal, uh, possibly the uh, the revelation, the, re- the I don't want to say the revealing, but the realization of several. And I mean, many, 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 a bunch. I can't even count them. I don't even know how many. I know we had several of them on the program. Dreams and visions of a coffin. I've mentioned many, many times how Bill Gates in 2016 publicly, and I mean literally on like uh, Wall Street Journal, that kind of a report came out. I don't know, you know which exact magazine or how many different magazines, but Bill Gates came out and said, Donald Trump reminds me of JFK. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. You're sending an Illuminati message that you want him shot because you're a seething, blood-drinking Entity from the bowels of the very bottom of Gehenna. <clears throat> so, um, anyway, but you got to be able to read the code. You got to know the code. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And you know, and you don't want to be like bathing in it like some people do. I mean, all they ever do is just watch YouTube videos about Satan here, Satan there, everywhere, Satan, Satan. Remember I pet goat? Remember how like there would be a new version of I pet goat would come out like every 60 days? And the whole world was just overwhelmed with I pet goat and all the satanic symbolism. And I was like, I got to the point where I was like, if they come out with one more I pet goat, I'm going to find the person who's making these videos and I don't know, call them something. <laughs> right, kids? I don't know. I don't know what to call them. Uh, anyway, but um, 
Yeah, when when the movie was made in 1988, and the, like one of the last scenes is a bunch of global elites saying that we're going to establish the new world order in 2025. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. And that would be right after about the time the coffin would show up, wouldn't it? Right after the Civil War would start, you know, it would show up. I mean, my goodness, the timing is rather, hey... I mean, my good. Oh, oh man, you could talk. You could, you could, we could just have conversations about this for hours because of the impossible, the magnitude of the probability. The probability is so slim to none that that was an accident. Here's another one. Um, so Sister Mary shares this with me. She says, did you know that there is a uh, a TV series uh, that is available on Netflix here in the United Kingdom? So I went and looked immediately to see if it was available to me. It was not. I wasn't too happy about that. But anyway, and um, she basically says she watched the end of the series yesterday. The main storyline about a Russian, listen to this, this is called The Undeclared War. That's the name of it, The Undeclared War. And I bet I believe there are probably people up in Canada, 800 miles north of where that beaver was on that freeway that are looking right now to see if they can get the undeclared war because, you know, they're part of Trudeau's Illuminati New World Order up there. And, uh, you know, maybe, they, you know, and, and, you know, they're, you know, they they're all into that whole queen thing, the royalty. You know what I'm saying? They can't help themselves. So anyway, um, uh, but, uh, you know, I suspect there's probably people in Canada right now that are looking to see if they have a they can see it on Netflix. And if they can, fine. If you can, go watch it. And I'll just pout. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, kids? I'll just pout over here, right? Because I, I can't watch it. All right. But anyway, it goes on and it says there were cyber attacks uh, leading to, a, uh, you know, leading a snow, uh, you know, Snowden like leak, you know, like somebody leaked some information, that kind of thing led to Russian cyber attacks. And it says uh, that the uh, the uh, that the United Kingdom had a falling out with the United States, which everybody's going to have a falling out with everybody. Pretty soon, please. OK, so that's so totally believable. I'm 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 down with it. Okay, and then it says, and Russia attacking the United Kingdom, which, I mean, please. <laughs> I mean, when once Russia dis, when, when Russia gets to the point that they join up with the Chinese and World War III and they're actually dropping bombs, I just saw, uh, I don't know, somebody had posted something on Facebook and they were like, I was praying, oh, no, Lord. You know, they had some kind of a vision and they saw like, you know, the sky full of planes, like Red Dawn kind of thing and, and bombs getting dropped all over the United States. And they were like in a panic and, oh, Lord, is this real? And oh, no. And evidently the Lord confirmed it for him. And then the people that were like, you know, making comments to the Facebook post were like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, I've known that was coming for over 11 years. But I do praise God that new people are awakening to these things. And God is releasing these things to the new people. This is great. We want to get as many people awakened up as uh, awakened to all of these threats and things that are coming. I just wish that we could wake them all up to the barley harvest, the first fruits. I wish that we could help them to understand the significance of Ephesians 5.27, because Jesus is coming for a bride without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she should be found holy and without a blemish. But it's not just that, because you can be part of the bride, e.g. the wheat harvest, 
stay here for the three days of darkness and the great global earthquake and the arrival of the aliens and all that kind of creepy weirdness and go into your chamber for a little while until the indignation is passed with your incredible glory light inside your house. But you've got to first live through it. I, that when that meteor strikes off the coast of Puerto Rico and the, and kicks off the global uh, the great the great earthquake which is in his uh, you know Ezekiel 38 uh, the second major chapter of Ezekiel 38 I think it's right around 14 verse 14 maybe I have to go look it up I got to commit that to memory and then uh, that's the same great earthquake that's in Revelation 6:12 so you know that that, that the Magog and Magog World War III event is taking place at the same time that Revelation 6:12 occurs which is the beginning of the day of the Lord the great earthquake, which is happening at the same time that the aliens arrive, which is happening at the same time that World War III and, and Gog and Magog are in progress. The earthquake event anchors you in the scripture so that you can look at all the stuff that's happening around it and go, hey, which so few ever do, and I don't understand it. But anyway, praise God. So it goes in and says uh, that uh, – so get this. So, so this movie, The Undeclared War, where the U.S. have a fall, US and, and uh, the U.K. have a falling out, Russia uh, starts attacking the United Kingdom, and it was based in the year 2024. How about that? With the elections being hacked and then a civil war, army on the streets and a curfew till six, from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That is amazing. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's just wrong. Wow. Wrong. It's not normal. This is disturbing. So one way or the other, I'm going to figure out a way to watch it. Hopefully not on a teeny-weeny little Android phone, because that's about as annoying as it gets. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So anyway, I wanted you to know about that, because there's a high, high, high level of likelihood, given those dates, and given the scenario, that this, again, is highly, highly prophetic. We're, so here's the word of caution I have to give. I, I have an obligation to do this, and I know that there are a lot of people that don't. We like to get jacked up and happy. We like to churn the butter and praise Jesus. We're leaving any second now. We're going to go. We're going to go. Rapture bubble, rapture bubble, rapture bubble, rapture bubble. Yahoo! And then we throw our little pick, pickaxe up in the air like uh, like uh, Yukon Cornelius, and it goes. <laughs> Hits the hits the uh, ice, and then we pick it up and we lick it. And we go nothing, and that's exactly what happened in 2015. Obama as the Antichrist with Fauci and who knows what other creeping lizard creatures were over in the Wuhan lab with 13.7 million dollars, creating the pandemic while Trump was doing what he was doing and 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 Bill Gates was telling everybody he was like JFK. Never mind that Melania Trump redid the the Rose Garden, which was an identical parallel uh, to um, uh, to um, uh, 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 JFK's wife. Okay. Um, Onassis, who, which, by the way, both of them are from uh, the first blood Illuminati, top 13 Illuminati bloodlines. That just goes to show you that you can be part of the top Illuminati bloodlines, but it doesn't mean that you're not a sacrificial lamb. They kill and eat their young. That's how it works. It confuses people. They don't understand. How can that be? How can JFK and, 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 and uh, Jackie Onassis be part of the top 13 Illuminati blood, uh, bloodlines? Doesn't make sense. Why would they kill him? That's what they do. That's what they do. But if that wasn't enough, what about the symbolism associated with Donald Trump sitting across from the uh, Lincoln Memorial during the first major 
I mean, the pandemic had just become, you know, considered dangerous, okay? And Trump was sitting all the way across the other side of the Lincoln Memorial, across from what's your name, the, one of the bazillions of blonde-haired women that they hired at Fox News. They used to call it whatever. I'm not going to even go there. And then, um, uh, and then Brett Baer. Okay, Brett Barron, blonde-haired lady, I forget her name. Anyway, and they were, and they, and they did this like you know, live Trump, you know, Trumpathon, in front of the Kennedy Memorial. Come on. So you got Gates in, he's, he's the next JFK. You've got Melania Trump recreating the Rose Gardens, just like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jackie Onassis. Okay, and then you have Trump's first big uh, uh, national address to the country, uh, you know, with a chair across right in front of the Lincoln Memorial. Please. It's like, and it's like I don't even need to yank my spleen out with the shrimp fork to get this across to people. I wouldn't think. I mean, come on, this is like, oh my gosh! And now we're starting to get prophetic warnings by, you know, I mean, how many more are we going to get? We we have, um, you know, the movie Vendetta from two thousand and five, two thousand and five, the movie Vendetta. And it, it's like all about civil unrest breaking out across the world because they tried to take over the world and do a Orwell 1984 uh, global reset using a pandemic, okay, to uh, inflict um, uh, kind of like a global state of uh, co- like a control grid on the world. And the people fought back and there were riots in the streets. That's what the movie Vendetta was about. But get this. The movie was made in 2005. And the pandemic in the movie happened in the year 2020. Come on, please. Go watch your podcast about all the boogeyman and evil portals that are going to get opened at CERN. Go ahead. You're just going to miss all this other stuff that is actually relevant to where we are in the end times right now. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And I, anyway, but what it is, you know, folks have to go on the journey. <laughs> Let's just hope that journey don't take them to a gurney. Okay, I know I'm a poet and don't know it. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Kids, did you like that one? No, I know. No, I didn't like it either. I don't want anybody on a gurney. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So again, and and if, and I mean it too. I'm not joking. I, I you know I I say a lot of things in jest to try, try to put a smile on the listeners' faces because we all of us need a smile once in a while. But um, you know, if you do, you know, if you if you're going through hard times and you need, I mean, uh, sometimes I'll re- defer you. Sometimes I'll say, you know what, I'm so body slammed, busy, I can barely come up for air. However, um, you know, would you? consider me hooking you up with so-and-so that might have, you know, some extra time to pray with you, et cetera. You know, because sometimes the prayers are so serious, they need, you know, like one-on-one attention kind of thing. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So anyway, I did want to share that to you with you because it is so, it's, uh, as Jonathan Kleck would say, you're going to need a spatula to scrape your chin off the ground. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Now the end begins, reports the LGBT LMNOPQ agenda and Christian churches now own, well, he calls it a queer hymnal called, quote, Songs for the Holy Other that makes God a sinner and a liar. And then he shows an actual photograph of the hymnal for the LGBT LMNOP Christian churches. 
Which, of course, look at all the fighting over uh, over uh, Roe versus Wade. I mean, that pretty much. I don't know what the actual breakdown is. I wish I could find out. I really do. If any of you does some homework or have seen an article that breaks down the percentage of Christian churches in the United States of Babylon the Great that are pro-LGBT, pro-Roe versus Wade, what percentage of them there are, you know, first go to wherever, use your search engine, whatever. I know they're not, they don't all tell the truth and they're all infiltrated, but you can get some pretty straight answers for, with, with basic, you know, statistical raw numbers from Wikipedia, even though it is compromised. I mean, everything's compromised nowadays, really, except the Holy Bible. And the only reason is that there's no compromise of the Holy Bible. The re, it's just that humans are humans, and that's why we have so many different um, you know, translations. And besides, you can't translate the Greek to the English, and you can't translate the Hebrew to the English because they don't do a direct translation. They only do transliteration, and most people don't even know what that means. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, next one up. Glory be to God. All right. U.S. allies reportedly discussed capping Russian oil at 40 to 50 or 40 to 60 dollars. Now, you might say, what? What? Huh? What? U.S. allies capping Russian oil? Okay. I could read the article to you, but let me just save you the time. They're caving. So what they're doing is they're saying, we got to do as many mean things to Russia as we possibly can to really anger them, man. We got to start World War III. We got to, man, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to crash the global economy. And now it's like they're getting so much pushback because they know they're going to freeze to death. Winter's coming quick. They don't have time to address this problem. So now they're crawling back on their hands and knees to Putin and they're saying, "Uh, you're evil. You're bad. You're a mean, evil dictator and you need to burn in hell. You need to be hung from a tree. You need to swing from the gallows. You're a very evil man. But can we have oil for 40 to 60 dollars a barrel, please? You know, because we're kind of in a jam. Because that shape-shifting entity with the eyes like a viper that poops his pants and calls himself Biden is really messed up our lives. Can you help a brother out? But you're still evil. <laughs> it's like, oh, kids, I don't know. What do you think of that? <laughs> okay. Hey, you Jesus kids, at least you guys get it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Next one up. Russia makes massive oil discovery in the Arctic. Oh. Oh. Well, with, you know, things going on over here with the Green New Deal, I guess we don't really care about that, do we? Anybody seen the insanity yet? Yeah. Yeah, it's just so. But, yep, yep, Russia, massive oil discovery, Arctic. Irony, huh? Please let us have oil from 40 to $60. We hate your guts, but we'd really like it if you would help us out. This world, what a place. Somebody just, we need to go back down into our meerkat holes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Raw Story reports, Republican celebrates after explosion destroys Georgia monument. She claims was satanic. Okay, and in this case, they're making, they're plastering her all over because they're doing everything they can to take anybody that even remotely resembles or claims that they're Christian. Uh, Now, of course, this is a typical American Christian that uh, is real big on guns. So she's telling everybody that she's running on a platform for Jesus, guns, and and, uh, uh, babies. 
you know, and I'm like, honey, you got to take that. I don't mean that to be condescending, but I'm just saying, uh, sister, you need to take the word guns out of that because as long as you keep that in there, <laughs> your salvation is in jeopardy. He who seeks to save his life will lose it. He who loses his life for my sake will find it. If you want to be perfect, sell everything you got. Give it to the poor uh, and, and, uh, and take up your cross and follow after me to Golgotha, to give up your life, to die for the salvation of other people. That is what we are here for. I don't know why people can't get this stuff. And since when is two swords enough for 13 people? Besides, it even says in that scripture in Luke, it says so that Jesus could fulfill the prophecy. It's right there. But anyway, it is true. Somebody did uh, set off a bomb at the Georgia Guidestones, and uh, they didn't take it all the way down. It was made out of granite and pretty sturdy and thick. Uh, but <clears throat> that must have been a heck of a bomb because it, uh, it definitely made a really big mess of things. Okay, the, I have an, I'm actually looking at an uh, a aerial view of it, and um, yeah, yeah. I I think the stone that says we got to reduce the world's population to 500,000 or 500 million uh, is still standing. That's unfortunate. Uh, but uh, the one that was on top, kind of like a lean-to holding them all, you know, kind of like that, you know, whatever. Uh, that one looks like it was blown clear in half. There's all kinds of, like, broken granite. So that must have been one powerful whatever they use. I don't know, maybe plastics, explosives or something like that. Who knows? All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Oh, and by the way, I had a, I had a conversation, or, I mean a mini conversation with Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh about this because that's, you know, one of the big things she covers in her book. And a lot of people know about that thing, you know, the, these kinds of things. Well, anyway, a lot of people are kind of like going, victory, victory, victory. And Joy and I were talking up behind the scenes, and we both agreed 100%. It really, all it proves is that more people are awake to these things than maybe we realize, which is good news. It's really good news. But it's a daylight. And it's millions of dollars short. Okay, fair enough. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. China wants five more years of COVID lockdowns. The Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, secretary appeared to suggest to state media last week that the Chinese capital should anticipate another five years of strict COVID policies, including lockdowns, before his statement was quickly removed from state media in the wake of harsh criticism on social media. Bum, bum, bum. I wonder what he knows. Let's see. So we know you're going. Yeah, it's yeah, plenty of time. That's why we got to make the barley harvest, and we got to be and and we got to be busy about our father's work, our callings. Got to be touching people. Somebody asked me the other day if I have um, flyers to help them out with, and I'm like, I'm just so body slammed. I barely have time. I it's like I got to schedule time off to just take a break. Um, and, and there's something wrong with my. I don't know, my sleeping clock. I can't even, I wake up at like 3.30. I don't know. I wake up at all kinds of odd hours. Anytime after 12.30 a.m. is like game for me to wake up. Doesn't matter. I can be, I can be so exhausted. I could drown myself in valerian root and melatonin and I'll still wake up at like one o'clock. It's got to be the stress from work, whatever. I don't, you know, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Just keep on going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Keep on pushing yourself until you fall down and can't get up. I've fallen and I can't get up. I've fallen and I can't get up. Kids, I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, yeah, you would think that was funny. Spanky, put the sign down. Goodness gracious. Oh, that was kind of 
mean spanky. I don't think hey, what is this, a, an insurrection of Jesus kids? Hey, oh, oh, man. All right, next headline, praise God. World Net Daily, Biden sending Americans or America's strategic petroleum reserves overseas. Well, that's what I would do if the Antichrist was telling me what to do to destroy America. Yup. All right, well, hopefully by now this is no secret to you. All right, praise Jesus, hallelujah. Next one up. World hunger rising as the United Nations agencies warn of looming catastrophe. Up to 828 million people which, by the way, is almost three times more than the population of the United States of Babylon the Great. Or nearly 10% of the world's population were affected by hunger last year, according to the United Nations report. And guess what? You can expect that to probably triple. Oh, it's just absolutely horrific what's going on. And it's coming this way, folks. It's coming real, real soon. Remember that most of the I don't know what you want to call them. Do you want to call them members of the World Economic Forum, the global elite, the evil global satanic crime syndicate, members of the Trilateral Commission, the Rhodes Roundtable? Who do you want to call them? The Committee of 300? People that kill babies and drink blood. What do you want to call these people? Bottom line is they're doing it on purpose, these entities. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Russia pockets $24 billion from selling energy to China and India. Oh, my gosh. I can just see Putin right now just going, oh, man, these sanctions are killing me. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? <laughs> you know, can you guys see Putin over there crying right now? Yeah, I know. Yep, not only do we live in the most judged country in the world here, we also live in one of the most gullible countries in the world. Absolutely. I, I'll never forget going over to Germany a couple of times. <laughs> this is the truth, I kid you not. And one of the trips in particular really stands out, where I went to Duisburg, which is up nearby Dusseldorf. And I was sent there by the McDonald's Corporation to do a security assessment. Boy, that was a nice plane flight. It was the first time I ever – it was a German airline. I forget what the name of it. But anyway, oh, man, first class all the way, shrimp, cocktails, the whole – oh, my gosh. The, 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 the chair would recline to a complete sleeping position. Amazing. But anyway, um, when I got there, after – Okay, like, you know, it started out all tense because they were like, oh, no, this, this, this third-party creepy weird guy is coming to audit us, and, you know, we don't want to lose our contract for McDonald's and this, that, and the other thing, and blah, 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 blah. So they were all nervous about me being there at first. But once I broke down, you know, the middle wall separation, <laughs> but when, once I broke it all down and, you know, they knew I was a cool guy and everything, then they loosened up. Everything was cool. We went out to dinner. We were talking about these things, uh, all kinds of things, the things that are going on around the world. They were supremely stupefied they could not believe that they were sitting in a room across the table enjoying delicious you know extremely expensive hors d'oeuvres with, with some nut bag from the united states and the guy actually knew what was actually going on i was like oh yeah 911 10 tons of super nanothermite whole thing was a setup and they're sitting there their mouths are like completely you could have stuffed grapefruits in every one of their mouths they all knew about it and they were all like kind of they over there they think there's something wrong with our brains they think somebody injected us with some i mean no it's it's 
it's our upbringing, it's our mind control, it's everything. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Israel okays COVID vaccine for young children considers indoor mask mandate. Why not? They're the most vaccinated country in the entire world. Why wouldn't they? Because they're all still getting hit heavily with with uh, COVID. And, and I don't even want to get into it. It makes me... Uh, anyway, next one up, praise God. Bulgaria freezes $890,000 in, in, in Russian embassy assets. Of course, that all the while they're going, oh, oh could we have some oil for $40 a, a barrel? But we're going to freeze your assets. But we really need the oil. I know. Next one up. World Health Organization warns more than 6,000 people have uh, contracted monkeypox, and they are officially registered. And they're all over the world. And they're showing the most scary pictures of monkeypox breakouts that you could ever imagine. Because guess why? And like I told you, my friend Shamil over in Belgium told me that they're putting it all over the TVs up there now. Now, I was told by another friend over in uh, the UK that they're not. So they're not, they're not broadcasting it all over the UK, but they will soon enough. You'll see. And, um, but they are in, uh, in Belgium. And what does that tell us? I don't know. <laughs> it looks like it's looks like it looks like a monkeypox storm is coming this way, but then we also have reports of a whole other version of COVID and more lockdowns and more masks and more of this and more of that and it just never never ends. Where it ends, nobody knows. Praise God, thank you Jesus. Next one up. Sky turns green in South Dakota as a giant hailstorm and strong winds and severe weather damage. Uh, everything in its damaging everything in its path and it actually shows a video of this creepy weird apocalyptic green sky. And I'm here to tell you, it's doggone green and doggone apocalyptic for sure. Gallup poll. A Gallup poll was taken, and they found out here in the United States of Babylon the Great that fewer and 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 fewer people. See, the Bible is the literal word of God. Again, really. You're good. Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. Next one up. The Independent reports supermarkets are putting security tags on cheese blocks as stores are trying to tackle shoplifting amidst soaring food costs. Think about it. You know those little annoying things they used to put on video, video uh, DVDs and stuff at Walmart, and you know you go, you go, and they, and they would try to like rub it on the thing at the register, and then you'd walk through and go whoop 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 whoop, and you're like, sir, please come over here, and then you get this person that's like you know 88 years old, they can barely see, looking at your receipt and all that, and then okay, you can go now. I didn't see a thing, but you you look trustworthy, you know. But anyway, they're doing it with meats and cheeses now. This is unreal. But that was a uh, uh, the only you know vaguely um, redeeming quality of this particular horrific news report is that it's the Independent out of the UK. Not that it's not coming to a store near you here in Babylon. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. Next one up: autism amongst American children and teens surged fifty percent in three years from 2017 till 2020. Why is that? Oh, please. Why is that? We already know. Anybody ought to know what caused it in the first place. Well, what have we had so much more of lately? Yes. Tonight you win 
<laughs> Come on down. <laughs> you, or whatever. I'm not a game show person. Right, right kids? You know, you, it's your turn to do whatever on the price is wrong or whatnot. I don't know. Forget about it. There's always controversy. Who wants to watch that stuff anyway? Deadly Fourth of July parade. Shots and then frantic rush to escape. And a lot of people were killed. This was awful. But then there were other ones as well. I think I saw an article that said over 310 mass shootings in the United States of Babylon this year alone. But, you know, it's mind control's latest. Fritz Springmeier wrote, wrote the book on it. And then they set him up. They set him up for a drug bust and put him in jail. The feds you know, put him in federal jail for like forever because it's just what they do to shut you up. How to create a perfect, how to create an Illuminati, uh, perfectly controlled mind control slave or something like that. I think you can still get it for free in PDF out on the internet. But I don't know. I, I don't personally don't want to watch it because I've already read way too many books on uh, SREDID, and that's not a pleasant journey, folks. And you can't unhear it. You can't unhear it, and you can't unsee it in your mind. Next one up. Pfizer must prove efficacy of its COVID vaccine within 48 hours in Uruguay. Pfizer must prove that the the efficacy of the COVID vaccine within the next 48 hours in Uruguay. The judge issuing the ruling in response to a case asking Uruguay to halt all child immunizations. On Wednesday, it became evident to what degree the government, government and Pfizer can offer the necessary proof. And let me tell you something. This is a big doggone deal, but you know what? It's in Uruguay, and the whole world's just going to wave their hand and go, oh, it's those wacky Uruguayans. They, oh, they're just wacky like that. Pay it no attention. Go get your booster. And remember, if you don't get nine of them every year, you're going to lose your COVID status, and you can't go to the football game, to uh, the Alabama uh, um, uh, 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 you know, um, college football game to see Melania and Donald Trump there and go USA over and over again. Okay. And, um, and what, what's the other thing that they say? Um, uh, oh gosh, I got to look at the t-shirt or the, uh, the, um, yeah, let's go Brandon bump, 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 you know, all that stuff. Yeah. I had to turn my head around and look at the, uh, <laughs> the, um, you know, I bought uh, the ugly Christmas uh, pullover with it on there from Glenn Beck's show just for the fun of it, to take it up at, during, you know. But then I thought to myself, oh, no, man, how many of my family are secret, uh, you know, covert closet Democrats that are going to get all angry? And maybe I'll start all, you know, and instead of having a nice family Christmas get together, we'll end up in just like we did last year in a Chinese restaurant looking for somebody to chop the head off the, the duck. <laughs> and, then I, and then there's like everybody in the family breaks out into this giant brawl because I wear this ugly Christmas <laughs> sweater called with Let's Go Brandon. I, 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 it just crossed my mind and I thought to myself, you know, of course, it would be just my luck to have, you know, uh, <laughs> to get searched going through the uh, airport security and have like one of the guys that's doing the search, you know, be like highly offended that I had that. You know, I was like, oh, boy, listen to this hidden drugs found in Belgium, Belgian NATO drug labs, sorry, drug labs found in Belgian NATO base. Housing nuclear weapons. Now, <clears throat> the part about the NATO, I'm sorry, the part about the hidden drug lab in Belgium, I was totally cool with that. I figured they're everywhere. 
I mean, considering everything that we we've seen uncovered thus far, they've got it. They probably have them hidden all over the place in Europe. I mean, you know, the Ukraine probably some sort of an epicenter, no doubt, because of its proximity to Russia, because they wanted to be able to drop these these deadly robotic nanoparticle filled. I don't even know what to call them. Uh, mosquito bombs and oh, gen- oh, this is unbelievable. What really threw me for a loop, though, was housing nuclear weapons. How many nuclear weapons are around the Earth? Do all the NATO countries have nuclear weapons? If they do, wow. No wonder. I mean, really. All I got to say is, man, oh, Daisy, I tip my hat to Putin. Because if Putin's intelligence services are aware of how many of the EU countries have nuclear weapons, thanks to us. And he's held back this long. <laughs> oh, man. By the time he says, I can't take it no more, all I can say to y'all is anything west of the Ukraine better be on their knees in prayer. Oh, and by the way, don't forget, they've got hundreds and 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 hundreds, maybe even thousands of nuclear-capable bombers that can go right over. they got big, humongous uh, uh, Arctic um, uh, military bases that they've been building for over 10 years in the Arctic. Why do you suppose they do that? To make it a shorter trip. Yeah, they can go much further then. That way they can fly armadas of nuclear bombers right over Canada and down into the United States, and they'll have enough fuel to go all the way down to Florida, uh, maybe even hit a little bit of the Caribbean and come right back up again and go home and have some, I don't know, what would they have? Borscht and vodka. <laughs> I'm telling you, folks, we're going to – I hope we're not here for that. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Breitbart reports more than 50 people shot over the 4th of July weekend in Eric Adams, New York City. Obviously means that Eric Adams is a Democrat, which, of course, it says right here. And, uh, you know, they're just calling that fact out. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Another headline here. And this one's from uh, DW News. Made for Minds. It says uh, Euro, the euro falls to a 20-year low against the dollar. 20-year low against the dollar. That's noteworthy because the dollar's in the toilet. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Breitbart also reports at least 71 shot over to the 4th of July weekend in Mayor Lori Lightfoot's Chicago. Have you taken a look at her face closely? What is that? I don't know. I don't know. It just could be somebody that I don't know. I don't want to assume anything, really. But those are some serious bugging out eyes. Just freaks me out. Freaks me out. But maybe she isn't. The Bible does say preach gospel to every living creature. So let's all send her a Jesus postcard. Or maybe not. Next one up. Italy declares state of emergency in five regions over a drought. And we talked about that a little bit on the prior show. Another headline. NATO ambassadors sign accession protocols for Sweden and Finland. So they have officially signed the papers. And Putin said, hey. You can go ahead and join NATO if you want to, Finland, Sweden, but putting NATO military equipment on your land. And you got another thing coming. Don't forget, 
uh, Lithuania tried to pull that nonsense with Putin in regard to uh, Kalanenberg or whatever. Uh, uh, and um, I'm probably saying that wrong. But anyway, I, and and Putin said, oh, okay, you want to play that game? You're going to cut us off from our, you know, okay, our, our Russian enclave? No problem. Here's some nukes for you. And they, they just rolled them right up and put them right on, the, right on the Lithuanian border. And Lithuania went, oh, we were only kidding. We were only kidding. And can we have some more of that? Can we please have some of that $40 a barrel oil? We'll leave them alone. We promise. We're sorry. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Reminds me of that Pee Wee Herman uh, TV, that movie from way back when he was like, I'm not sorry I took the money. (laughs) Make up your mind. Which side are you on? All right, next one up. Dutch farmers block supermarket warehouses. So the situation over in the the Dutch farmers, it's far, far more than minks. It's far, far more than a lot of the news reports are reporting. The Dutch protest from the farmers is absolutely out of control, makes the the trucking strike up in Canada look like it was a couple of broken down Jeeps. Uh, And uh, boy, it's bad. And they are protesting everything and anything that AOC is for. (laughs) <laughs> the Green New Deal. So um, I would strongly recommend that AOC does not do a political visit to the Netherlands because I don't think she'll be coming back. All right, next one up. United States recession whispers begin to roar, says Politico. Now, folks, I'm here to tell you, we, we've been in a recession in this country for so long, so long. We got shrink uh we got uh, shrink session. What do they call that? Shrink, uh, uh, um, so yeah, shrinkflation. So not only are they doubling the prices of the food, tripling the prices of the food, but they're taking the containers and making them half the size. That is hyperinflation. We're already in a depression. They're just trying to deny it because they're liars. You know, oh, did you know the only difference between a recession and a depression? The length of time. Yeah, no kidding. I was very surprised to hear about that. I thought to myself, well, I'm going to need to talk a little bit about recessions and depressions and all that kind of stuff. I better get my facts and figures right. Looked it up, did a little reading. I was like, wow, the only difference is the length of time. Well, I don't know what your Bible says, but my Bible says this is going to last a while. So that means depression, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, and hyperinflation for a very long time. They've been shrinking. Think about it. Where was 11 years ago when you went to the supermarket, you could buy a 32-ounce thing of Jif peanut butter for about $3.89. Now it's so small, the container, you're lucky if you can even find it on the shelf, and it's about $9. Whatever. All right. Praise God. Next thing up. United States Supreme Court's carbon emissions decisions impact the whole world. And then, of course, they've got all these Generation Xers, Generation Zers and Millennials running around going, we love AOC. We love AOC. We want cars that run off of electricity. And we want to join the lines that are miles long to fill our Teslas up with electrical power and not be able to get to work on time and get fired. Because our brains are smaller than the inside of a hollow pea. And we're gulping down incredible amounts of fluoride. And we believed everything we were told in school. Oh, man, we're in so much trouble. we got to get out of here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Another one. Hallelujah. Father, India hit by new, new, new. N-E-W, big fat N-E-W, 40-point flashing red font, aerial bold, new. Corona.
coronavirus variant entitled BA.2.75, according to the Israeli scientists. Wonder what this one's going to do. Make your head pop off and your eyeballs bleed? I don't know. Sounds scary to me. We better mask up. Let's just go ahead and glue it on with some good Gorilla Glue. Next one up. Over 14,300 Japanese hospitalized in one week due to heat stroke. Entire branches, another headline, entire branches of German industry in danger of collapsing due to loss of Russian gas. But listen to this report. Trudeau is blackmailing Germany. You will not get your gas turbine back until you sign a contract for Canadian liquid natural gas. So Trudeau, I, I ain't even going to comment on that. If, if I comment on Trudeau, the things that I will say, I will have to repent for tomorrow. And I probably have plenty already. So I won't comment on him. But he makes me want to violently upchuck and shoot it across the room so it splatters. I can't even stand looking at his boy George looking face. Okay, anyway. So therein lies why the vast majority of Europe is going to, you know, I'm not, you know, won't have any, they're not returning the pump. This pump belongs to Russia. Mm. New physics season starting. CERN's particle smashing machine, LHC, is fired up again, sparking fresh hope that it can find unusual results and create a small miniature black hole and suck the Earth away from incoming unfriendlies. And on that note, let's bring on Sister Elena. Praise God. Sister Lena, are you there? I am. How are you doing? Right. Doing all right. I'm good. in there. It's all good. Good. Yeah. Well, okay, so I don't really know where to start because I have had um, quite the day today. And I think I'll start with what is on the blog, and then I will finish up with a testimony about the Georgia Guidestones that is, I mean, it just, I needed this today. <laughs> The Lord has done something amazing, and I I will save that for the end because it's my favorite part. Um, So I'm going to start talking now about um, bioweapons, and in particular, the use of insects to carry diseases. And no, this is not science fiction. DARPA has been funding this project, which is realmsofhope.wordpress.com. At WordPress.com, and I've got a mind block for my address. I've got, it's got to go. But um, on there is pictures of the it's realms r e a l m s of hope dot wordpress dot com, and um, this particular blog is called Targeted Bird Dust Insects, and this is part one on the insects. I'll be doing one on the dust, and I'll be doing one on the birds as well. What I have done is documented the, and I don't even want to use this word, the, the growth pattern of this 
biowarfare program that they're using, you know, these insects as vectors. Now, the very first one like this was Lyme disease. That was an escapee or a leak out of Plum Island. I was the recipient of that in 1999, and I was living hell with the doctors. Doctors are pretty much owned by the government, insurance companies, and pharmaceutical companies. They, you know, we were all raised to believe that doctors want healing for us. And I'm here to tell you that's not true. Now, I'm not saying all of them. There are good doctors out there, please. I'm not, I'm not picking on all of them. But from what I've seen, the doctors that I've had the unfortunate targeted individual experience with have been pretty bad. I mean, to throwing out my records, et cetera, et cetera. So Lyme disease is a bioweapon, and it was foundational to something called Morgellons, which is foundational to COVID. I mean, this biological doing, it's going on for a long time, and they absolutely using insects to spread disease. Um, Right now in our little area, and I'm going to say maybe a two-hour, so, you know, if you were to drive an end-to-end circumference of this area, you're going to find more sick people than well people. It's summer. People don't get sick in the summer, but they do if they're being targeted by disease-carrying insects. The beginning of this year saw, like, swarms of flies. I've never seen anything like it. Well, okay, we live, you know, in an area where there's, you know, insect activity, but these aren't right. They're, I mean, you, you, you swat them and they disappear, so they're not right. So about, I don't know, I've been working in my, I love to garden. It's a wonderful um, release of tension and stress and getting your hands out there in the soil and, you know, getting your flowers going and your vegetables. It's just, it's wonderful. Every time I'd come in, I'd come in with, with ticks, and I don't know how this was happening. The first couple times, I blamed myself. I'm like, okay, I didn't, you know, spray down enough, or I'm not. But after you're bit a couple times, and it leaves this hole in your skin, and I'm talking this little tiny tick that's the size of a pinhead. I mean, we're talking a dot. They're called seed ticks. Somewhere I have a picture, I will be putting it up on my blog tomorrow. Like if you were to take a ballpoint pen and make a dot on a paper, that's how big they are. The pictures I have up on my blog of this tick, one of them that I took off of me, um, is magnified by 2,000. I mean, it's a 2,000x still getting this. So anyway, killer. Um thing, you'll see this is not a normal tick whatsoever. So, okay, fine. My normal protocol is to treat the area with borax and, you know, some uh, antibiotic cream and, you know, then the next time you put more spray on and cover yourself up with, you know, shirts, boots, uh, here here where I'm at, they call them bedroom slippers. Uh, They're knee-high rubber boots that you put your feet in, you know, you don't have to, they're just very convenient to go out if it's raining or whatever. And I've been wearing those when it's not raining. 
Um, I do think that these ticks are probably coming in on another insect, such as a fly, or because they're so tiny. Program been going on for decades, and if you go on to see a progression of how these insects have come to where they're at now. I really believe that these insects are spreading pathogens like nobody's business, and they know exactly what they're doing. So um, I got very sick from this. I, you know, I had giant, I still have them, holes all over my legs, arms, you know, just started, it was so itchy, it was horrible. And then I started growing, you know, fever, migraine, vomiting, the whole thing. Try to go in and get, try to go to the doctor, which I did with a lot of reservation. And I couldn't get in because there were so many sick people in both the doctor's offices. Now, in this area, all the doctors are in one building because it's a, you know, a really tree area. So all doctors in the area practice out of large medical facilities. Couldn't get in. Couldn't get in the emergency room either. I was so sick. I'm like, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Well, it's a good thing I'm prepared because I don't trust the medical profession. I uh, have my own protocols for these kinds of things. So a tick-borne illness, if, you know, if anybody else experiences any kind of bite of any tick at any time, please go to the doctor. You don't know. There's like five different ones right now. They're saying that, you know, you can get sick from it. And the last time I checked, it was only one. Now it's a list, okay? So, um, and one of them is tularema, which is deadly. So, and a lot of these, these various bacteria and pathogens and viruses on these bioweapons, and I'm going to call them that because they're not insects. They're machines. Or a weaponized, that's the only way I know to cast. It's not a real insect. So, um, you know, if, if you get bit, please go in. Also, please get yourself a survival medical manual. If the lights go off and, you know, the stuff hits the fan, like so many people say it's going to happen, you will have a resource in your hands so you will know to handle your own medical emergencies. It's part of being responsible for yourself. So I patched myself up. It took me um, almost 10 days to clear it. On the blog, there's an image of, of something that is in that biomachine that looks just like a devil, looks just like a demon. Let me see if it's a demon and blood like a demon. Um, maybe it is one. I don't know. Anyway, so Lyme disease came from Plum Island, and that was 1975. I contracted Lyme in 1999. This is 25 years later, and every doctor I went to was to death to touch me. I went through, by the time I finally found somebody that would treat it, it was so far out of, I, it was the neurological symptoms and everything. But you understand, and I'm sure the people listening in understand who is running things right now 
in the world, it's Satan and his minions. These are not good people, and most of them are soulless. Soulless humans that are inhabited by some kind of creature or illusion of creatures. As far as humanity goes, many of them lost theirs a long time ago if they ever had it to begin with. Like Johnny said earlier, you don't want to know about SRA. You can't unhear it. You can't unsee it. I am a survivor, and I can tell you right now I am not even comfortable discussing it because it is so ugly. So these people are so diabolical. Imagine taking seriously advanced engineering techniques to quantum computing to create these little teeny biodrones and make them available to a power-hungry military or to terrorist organizations. This would give any military unbelievable power, a platform for surveillance, or for even the delivery of illness and death, which they just tried to do to me. As a former darker brat, you, for a fact, all they want is power. They do not care about anything else. And as far as money goes, yes, they care about it, but that means more power. I believe that this is Locust technology, and I have had dealings with the insectoids, in particular the praying mantis type. They are evil. They are completely evil. And it's interesting, praying mantis is one of the weaponized insects. There's links to all of this um, on my blog, including to DARPA. DARPA, <laughs> now you got to read between the lines. This is called Insect Allies. And this is um, going back to 2016, and, you know, I'm going to quickly read off of their response to a science opinion piece that they were defending, okay? The Insects Allies Program is pursuing a scalable, readily deployable countermeasures against potential natural and engineered threats to the food supply with the goals of preserving the U.S. crop system. National security can quickly be jeopardized by naturally occurring threats to the crop system, including pathogens, drought, flooding, frost, and especially threats by state or non-state actors. Read between the lines. This is a research program funded by government. They plan to create at this time They'd already been doing it for years in the black ops. Now they're telling you. And by the time they tell you, they're so far beyond what they're telling you, it's almost a joke. You you just kind of throw it out because it seems so not for many, many years. But they've been doing it for many, many years. Okay. So this is a research program funded by the U.S. government, and they plan to create a virus-carrying insect that released in vast numbers could help crops fight threats such as pest, drought, or pollution. This is a $45 million four-year program. And this is not the first program. There's other ones. There's one from 1998 that's even more money. But the problem this is that if the technique successful, which it was, used by malicious, and they call them actors, to spread diseases to almost any crop species 
and can devastate harvest. You know, stop there for a minute. They're not just after harvest. How many cattle just died? How many cattle just died? How many sheep just died? How many pigs just died? What do animals carry? They carry insects. So there it is, everybody that looks at it. And if you find yourself as is, I call it jesting. You jest this and jest that. I'm very guilty of it. I do it all the time. But you shouldn't. You should be taking it as a heads up and be very, very careful about the insect activity around yourself and your children and your loved ones. Be very careful because they're not right. And wait till I get into the, into the birds. They have bird drones that are total surveillance. On my blog, there's a picture of a housefly with the black box on its back. Things that were after a black box. So that's on there. They have used beetles. I actually was attacked by a wood borer. <laughs> a wood borer looks like this giant. It's probably about four or five inches long. They don't attack people, but they have a very strong stinger for boring their way through. You know, it's like a wood to poke their way through wood. I had this thing sting me on the back of the neck twice. And I went in the house. I spoke against the evil agenda. I put a oil on it. And I went about my day and I did. The devil is a liar and he's a loser. But we have to remember that. And it's really hard when you're being attacked by pathogens and vector carrying, you know, vectors for disease. Which insects, even in the natural are a vector for disease, particularly parasites. Well, a tick is a parasite, and they've weaponized it now. The tick that I have um, photographed with the telescope doesn't even have a mouth. And no, it wasn't left in my skin on me. I just picked it up with the tweezers and put it underneath the scope. So there's no mouth on it. Now, wherever the other ones like that bit me, it left a huge hole the size of a dime. This thing is the size of a dot from a ballpoint pen because they don't have a mouth. or They have some kind of, you know, attachment device. So um, apparently they're after more blood or something because they want a bigger, bigger um, spout. So, you know, these this is going to become pestilence. The creeping pestilence is the Egyptians used scarab beetles. This is not new. It's called entomological warfare. The Chinese did it to the Japanese. The Japanese did it to the Chinese. They weaponized fleas a long time ago. The Japanese weaponized fleas and along the border. Um, they released a bunch of fleas which got on the rats and, you know, the people knew what was going on, so they were able to fight back. But anyway, you can find all this information on the Internet. I'm just, you know, kind of parroting search that I amalgamated. But think about it. What is it called when you come in with a device and you're searching for a bug in the room? 
the room is bugged. Well, usually it's a little recording device somewhere in your lamp or something that somebody's put in there because, you know, they're spying on you or whatever. But now the room suite will have to include all insects, biological, and the biological insects do register bug-seeking devices. And I'm talking about the regular machine kind. So not too long ago, the information coming out of Ukraine about the biolabs there, there was at least one, maybe two, that were developing these, these programs that they were using, you know, insects as vector for disease. So there's that. Um, I have reported on my blog regularly about this because I have been watching it since 2000 and I want to say six is when I really started noticing there was something wrong, but I really didn't pay much. Um, you know, we were kind of programmed to believe it's, it's science. <laughs> it, it, you know, it's environmental things. It's this, it's that. It's, you know, we have all these, these reasons for justifying the unusual because our brains just don't want to accept it. But in the days we live in, I, for one, have been praying for discernment because our world has changed so much, going so fast. <laughs> you know, what happened two weeks ago is old news. It's, it's going so fast that you don't even realize how fast it's going. So on my blog, I've also um, included a couple of, um, within that, the blog on targeting there's two more of my blogs where I have images and research that you about quantum computer targeting, smart dust and machine forming, and run by quantum computers and Sentinel AI and other digital demons. I mean, this, this is what's happening. And what they're doing, and I've seen this, you know, we've all seen the lenticular clouds that for all practical purposes, look like a UFO with smoke coming off of it. That's because it's a UFO that's plasma cloaked. I have seen those things come right up to my window and release a stream of black particles that I don't know what it is, glitter particles, I don't know what it is. But I do know that it's dangerous and I know how to get out of it. Leave me alone, and it does. But that said, not every cloud you see that's a lenticular cloud is a plasma cloaked UFO. So this is where it gets really tricky, and they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. It's, they're careful enough to develop something called plausible deniability. That's just a lenticular cloud. You know, those have been around forever. But so have the Nephilim and the fallen angels. I mean, you know. So of the starry host. The Old Testament talks about the starry host and bowing down to this. What is the starry host? Those are fallen angels. They have ships. They're very involved with us. 
They hate us. We are the focus of their jealousy. They despise us. They particularly despise the image of God within us. So over the years, I have seen these machine fleas kill my cats. Kill them. And, and the, the chemicals that they offer to you through RAID and some of those, they don't work on them. They don't kill the fleas. You can bomb your room 25 times. You're not going to do a thing. The only thing that worked for me was a mixture of essential oils and sticky flea traps. That did it. Finally got rid of it. Well, and the power of the Most High God working alongside of me to, to um, get, the, get the demons out of here. So um, if you want if you want to compromise the enemy, the best way to be stealth is to be as tiny as possible. They're they're crossing over through these very very tiny. One of when I come in after working in the garden, the first thing I do is take a shower or a bath. Now, when you take a bath, it's interesting. This, it will start floating off your body if there's anything on there. I found life forms, for lack of a better word, that were transparent. And when I looked at them, I knew I was looking at an entity, although it was very, very tiny. It made my stomach hurt. It made my stomach jump. It was that tiny. So this is what is coming. It's here. My local uninundated with sick people Oh, sure, we can say we're passing it human to human, wear a mask that doesn't work, but what if the fly lands on you and delivers a payload? What are you going to do then? You know, you, is, your, is your iPhone going to give you um, social distancing <laughs> tips? There's nothing you can do except depend on the power of the Most High God and be aware. Educate yourself. This is happening. This is real. It's so easy to look at a picture and say, oh, well, it's just this, or maybe she's just been through a lot and she's exaggerating. I mean, I've heard it all. And, and you are more than welcome to do that. But if you're wise, you're going to listen to me. This is real, and I'm not going to scare you. I'm trying to prepare you. Go to the locust in Revelation. Obviously, insects are part of spiritual warfare. You belong to the Lord if you belong to the Lord. Can you still get sick? Absolutely. Can you fight back and heal? Absolutely. Can some people not get sick? Yep. Will some people get very sick? Yep. Is there a common path for all of us? No, because the Lord is working with each one of us on the assignment he has chosen for us. And wherever you are is exactly where the Lord put you. When find yourself in second heaven, insects are part of that. 
If you listen to people that have had near-death experiences, they'll tell you when they cross over and they find themselves on the wrong end of things, how many insects are involved. So, okay, I'm not afraid of them. I'm not paranoid of them. I don't have some kind of insect phobia. But I have been very observant for the last 15 years, and I'm telling you, this is serious stuff. When fleas can take out healthy, giant, Maine Coon kitty cats in just a few short weeks. Uh-uh. There is intelligence there, and they are very, very dangerous. And there is a progression. Things seem to be to large to small. So do not expect to find very large insects, although they were that way a few months ago. They were that way. Um, I mean, a few years ago. Hold on just a minute, Johnny. Hold on. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm back. I've got a little girl with Down syndrome, and she doesn't necessarily understand that I'm on live. So if you would just forgive me for that, I'd appreciate it. Um, Okay, so where was I? These are real and they can make you sick they can hurt your animals they can make your pets sick and they can kill your crops if you are a gardener if you're a farmer i'm sure you already know that pests are very dangerous to a healthy harvest seeing as they're going for a food shortage right now i think we should expect more and more of this and if you live in a rural area you should be more aware There's a lot of people right now that are aware that things are just not right in their environment. I mean, just the amount of lightning this year alone is enough to give you pause. I've never seen this much lightning ever. Um, There are people that believe that's due to a Nibiru or Planet X, and I think there's some truth in that. So um, if you go to my blog again, realmsofhope.wordpress.com, I have a lot of images on there for you to look at so you can see that I'm just not making this stuff up or some kind of weird insect is really happening. And it's not the first time I've reported on it, but with the, um, the tick that I actually got underneath the microscope, there's just no explanation for that. It's some dark stuff right there. And this is what they're doing right now. Our militaries are working with fallen angels to create supernatural technologies so they can rule the world. And as far as CERN goes, you know, we keep hearing about micro dark, you know, black holes and all this stuff. I started thinking about it. They don't need more portals. They have plenty of those. They have natural portals. They have portals that they can open up with rituals. They've got little portals. They've got giant portals. They've got all kinds. They don't really need more portals. And the more I began to think about this, you know what CERN is? Do you know what all these are? These are weapons that they want to use on, on God. Why do you think they were looking to smash a God particle? 
These are the weapons that they're going to turn on God. It's not a very good idea for them. To us, from where we're sitting, that looks so amazingly crazy. They've tried things before, and they didn't get away with them then, and they're not going to get away with them now. But the, the, the scripture is clear. It's going to be an, a really brutal war. Very clear. This is going to be a brutal war. We don't want to be a part of that. We want to be out of here prior to that. So it's a very good idea to get our house in order. And there are things that are, should not be there. They need to go. Time to fool around with sin or iniquity right now. What we have time to do is to get up as close to the Lord as we can and find out what we're supposed to be doing. So, okay, that is my report on um, on this bioweapon, uh, weaponized, you know, biomachines, these little machine forms of weird technology. So that's as far as I'm, I'm going to go with that. And the rest of it, you can you can go look. But what I want to talk about right now, and and we all heard that the Georgia Guidestones came down today. And I want to talk on that a bit because it's something very personal to me. In 2019, I went down to Fort Benning to watch my nephew's camp. This, I watched him graduate, and the next day I went into the Army surplus store to pick up a pair of Army boots because they're very comfortable in my feet from all the implants being in there hurt. And these boots make long walks a lot easier. So I'm buying these boots when I get the phone call that my son was dead and had been in a morgue in Chicago for five and a half months. He had been murdered. They covered it up with a fake autopsy. Devastated. Now, Prior to leaving for Fort Benning, I had had a dream about 10 days prior to leaving. And in this dream, I was in a military-type boat with people in um, uh, camouflage, you know, uniform. And we were shooting. I didn't recognize it in the dream. I recognized it when I woke up. It was the Georgia Guidestones, and it was laying on its side, so the top was actually the front of the ship, and then the stones were coming out from that, and there was writing on it, and we were shooting and shooting and shooting, and we couldn't take it down. And the commander came over to me, and he said, what do you think we should do? He said, we have to kamikaze that boat, the ship, in order to take it out. Who will go? And I looked around, everybody in the ship looked so very young. And, you know, I'm an older lady, I'm Salgo. And the commander looked at me and he said, that's a good response. You're the only one who can go. I said, okay. Now all the other military people left. It was just me in this boat. And, you know, they set up all the devices and everything. And I was Comic-Con blow it up. And I'm and I'm going towards this thing, and I'm thinking to myself, what would be a better way to die? 
if I go into that boat, I'm going to get burned to death or I can take my chances drowning. I'll take my chances drowning. So I strip off all my clothes just when I get close enough to the, the, the thing to, to blow it up. And I'm thinking it's a ship of some kind. I jump out and I start swimming like a crazy person. And all of a sudden, a, a speedboat comes over and it's the commander. He said, you don't think I was going to leave you here, did I? And he said, you got to get up in the boat. And I couldn't because all of this ship was now imploding upon itself. And particularly one part was detonated more than any other. So now I'm in Fort Benning. And I was going to study because clearly I was being a directive to go prayer walk. But I didn't have time on the way down there. So I was going to do it on the way back. But unfortunately, when I was down there, I found out my son was dead in the Army surplus store. I was devastated, and I wasn't ready to leave the next day, but I left the following day, the following morning. And I sat in the parking lot of the hotel, and I begged the Lord I didn't want to go. I said, please, I can't. I just can't. I need to get to Chicago because that's where he was. A blizzard was moving in. A polar vortex was moving in. And now Fort Benning was way, from Fort Benning to the Guidestones, was way out of the way from where I was going to Chicago. And I sat there and I begged. I said, Lord, I just can't. I just can't. Really? I really have to go? And if I've heard any voice, I heard, you're the only one who can go. I went. Now, there's one other piece to this puzzle is the Georgia Guidestones were built on my ancestor's plantation, who was one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. He was a son of a gun. He built two Freemason temples. He was an occultic. He was, he was not a good person. He was in the occult. So when I went to the Guidestones, I pull up, and there's all these people. I said, well, this is just getting better and better, but okay. So I, I get in, go in the back seat, and I'm digging for my anointing oil, and I come back out there. There. Okay. So I walk up to the Guidestones, and the first thing is that they want to kill about 95% of the population of of the world, and I said, "This is a blasphemy of the Ten Commandments." And right there, you broke, you, you're breaking the law. Thou shalt not kill. And you know, I just went down and I answered each one of their statements with the word. And then I walked around and I anointed the whole thing. I asked the Lord to deal with it severely. Uh, you know, those kinds of prayers. And I know people that pray understand the Holy Spirit just kind of takes over, and you you end up just you know praying your heart out. And then I'm getting ready to leave, and I thought, you know what? I need to take a picture that I was here. So I take a picture, and there's nobody there. I take a series of pictures. I take three, four pictures. About two or three weeks later, when I went back and looked at the pictures, there is a man standing in the pictures that wasn't there. He wasn't there. Now, I do not think that he was an, an angel. I think he was a fallen being. And also, when I was the all these black particles came up and it 
it made like this black shadow that looked like wings on top of the thing on top. It was like a, it looked like there was blood on the side. It was pretty gross, but it was sitting on top of that. And then all these black particles just flying all over the place. Well, that was almost four years ago, three years ago. I like the beginning of 2019. We're, you know, we're halfway through 2022. That week, I did see a little breakthrough. It was the first heartbeat law was put into place. But that's it. Well, I saw a few more states do the same thing. But overall, I'm just going to confess, I just really felt like I had wasted my time. I felt like I really didn't do any good. And I just I just chalked it up to, okay, maybe the Lord was just checking to see if I'd be obedient. Okay, fine. All right. And then today happened. That was for David, my son. Now, I don't believe I'm the only one that prayed that these things would be taken off of the land. But I do know the Lord is a just and righteous God. And my son was a miracle. He did not die in vain. And the Lord clearly told me that today. They're clearing them all off the land if they haven't already done it. They're all gone. There will be nothing of that left. Now, some people say, well, it's just a stupid memory. It's just stones. No big deal. Whenever anybody went into the, into the promised land, whenever they would put up the stones as a memorial to the Lord, Jesus said, if they don't praise me, the rocks and stones will, will cry out. Stones are very important. I, I'm, I'm not really sure of the spiritual implications, but I do know they're very important. And when they have declaration on there that's an abomination before God, it's got to go because it is impacting the entire country and maybe even the world. Look at what has happened since they put those things up. Look at what's happened in this land. I'm sitting here, laws of fair, talking about weaponized insects. When they put those things up, there was nothing, There was none of that. They clearly were telling you their plans to destroy this nation. And they were clearly telling you they were kicking the humans off and replacing us with themselves. That's clearly what that's about. They want what we've been given. They're going to kill us off and take it from us. And I'm talking about the off-planet beings, the fallen angels, and their Nephilim bastard kids. What happened today, at least personally, was an amazing victory for this mama. My children are a miracle. I have them. And the Lord gave me twins. My son was my and the way he was done was so vile and such an abomination. No mother should have to bury her child, but in the way it was done was so evil. And I know that my wicked bloodline was behind it. I know that. But they didn't win. They lost more than they won. And so I, for one, 
believe that the overturn of Roe v. Wade is connected to the demolition of these horrible, blasphemous stones on my ancestor's property, which I cleansed and repented for him. And they're gone now. Does this mean nation? I don't know. I don't care to speculate. But to me personally, the Lord avenged son's death. He avenged my son's death. And I'm going to tell you something else. If this broken lady, and they didn't get much more broken than me in those moments, can pray and the Lord move like that, all of us, the weaker you are, the, the more powerful you, your prayers are. When I am weak, I am strong. That is what is written. Every one of us that call ourselves by the name of Most High God, Christian, have more power than we know. And in the days to come, we're going to have remember that because Jesus said when the son of man comes will he find faith on the earth and I know that mine's just being honest here but then the Lord does a thing like this he clearly avenged my son's death which by the way the way he died is part of the same agenda I call it white powder terrorism and it's the drugs that are being imported into this country us mamas there are groups of us whole groups of us that have lost their children to this. Mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters have lost their children and tons and tons and tons. I personally know a dozen young people that have died of drug overdose. So next to abortion, we have drug overdose and you bring an OD patient into the hospital, guess what? You've got organs on the black market. And I do believe that they harvested my son's cornea because it's gone from the autopsy pictures. So I I know this is dark. It's disgusting. But as Christians, they're the ones that have to stand down, not us. The wicked are the ones in trouble. Don't forget it. You know, of course, you know, we know that our brothers and sisters in other lands are being persecuted. Does that mean that we will be? It could. And we're ready for it. But in the meantime, we're going to fight back and we're going to do it in the name of Jesus on our knees. You have more weapons in your prayer closet than you know. And I'll tell you what else you have is you have a pair of feet. Go walk your neighborhood and pray over your neighborhood. There is something about decreeing and declaring your neighborhood and handing it back to the Lord and dedicating it the purposes of it is very powerful. And there are people that have done this and have had amazing, amazing experiences in the Lord. And one of those is Henry Groover. You can listen to him on YouTube. I think he's still up there. Um, there was another fellow years ago. He carried a cross all over the place. He had some amazing testimonies of things that he saw that the Lord had done for him. But right now, our assignment 
is to take a stand for God, wherever that is. And if the only thing you can do, you know, grandmas, grandmas are the most amazing prayer warriors ever. Great grandmas are even better. (laughs) They just know how to get it done. So when you're weak and you're broken, that is when the Lord can really use you. And I guess that's my message more than anything else, you know, to inform you of this filthy thing that they're doing is important. But understanding the power of prayer is even more important. And um, on that note, Johnny, I think I'm done. You there? Hello? Yep, praise God. And on that note, I would submit that perhaps you could draw the show to an end with the power of prayer. Amen? (laughs) Okay, amen. Father God, it is delightful to be in your presence. Thank you for being present with everybody that's listening in. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that's now flooding every single listener's soul with the power of the Most High God. Father, wherever you are there, and Father, I am asking that you minister to them where the pain is. Father, minister to them. Let them know that you haven't forsaken them, that you're still with them as bad as it seems that you're bigger than the bad. Father, help to know that there is no weapon formed against them that will prosper. And when the enemy comes at them in one direction, he has got to flee from you in seven. That every tongue that rises up to accuse you, the Lord himself will condemn. And this is scripture. And these are your weapons of war. These are the things that kept me safe when every coven came against me. Father, thank you for your word. And Father, I'm just asking now that you would empower your people to draw closer to you. Father, that they would delight themselves in you. And Father, make your business their business. Father, I am thanking you for the power of the Holy Spirit that's going to walk us through the days to come. And Father, I am thanking you that you're dispatching to each and every one of them your battle angels to surround and protect them in these days that are so wicked and getting wickeder. Father, I am thanking you that you're sending everybody that's listening, the battle angels with the flaming swords, the fire riders, that you're sending them with the fire of the most high God and that it is burning out of them anything in them that is not pleasing to you. Father, I am thanking you that this power of the most high God is flowing through them now and they don't back down from anything because they know who their God is. Just like David had a slingshot and that's all he needed to take down the giant. Because he knew the power of the Most High was with him. Father, help us to remember 
Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that thinks he's going to come up against the armies of the Most High God? Oh, no, you don't, Satan. Stand down from God's people in the name of Jesus. We take authority over you, and you can pack up your spirit of infirmity, your spirit of death, your schemes, your plots and agendas, and you now And thank you, Father, and we will take as long as it takes. We look to you, and we trust you with our whole heart that you're going to right every wrong in our lives that the enemy thought he was going to get away with. In the mighty and precious name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much for joining us, Elena. It's been a while. We we missed on the last program because I had to travel, but um, just so so anointed and and blessed to be able to have you join the program again and a powerful message and very real. You know, it's very tangible. It's it's um, you know now we're seeing evidence brought up by uh, you know um, Shogu in front of the United Nations that's indisputable, unimpeachable. It's documented um, that pretty much everything that you've been talking about is uh, weaponry that has been developed over in the Ukraine and there. You know, it's even able to zero in and, uh, uh, you know, on specific uh, races, creeds, and colors. So uh, they've taken it to a whole new level. And you and, know, Johnny, uh, you know, you've, have you've been a very big those... part of revealing that. Praise God. So thank you so much. I, I have some of those documents of what they found in Ukraine. Yep, me too. And when I was trying to put the when I was trying to put the blog together. I couldn't find them. They're on my computer somewhere. I have folders for my folders, and I know you know how that goes. So as I continue to find supporting documents, I will add them to that blog. And I have more. Um, The birds dying, you know, and they have been dying, are being replaced by drones, surveillance drones. And they look very real. But I'll I'll tell you something. You can rebuke them in the name of Jesus, and they leave you. They will leave your presence. You rebuke them. They have no power over you. They have no power over us. Well, Elena, you got you got bit up and you got sick. Well, it took them an awful lot to do it, and then I was better as soon as I figured out what they had done. So no, they didn't get away with anything. I'm I'm fine. Lord is good. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much again for joining us tonight. Thank you all for joining us. It is now. Oh, thank you, Johnny, for having me. Amen. Uh, And we will see you, Lord willing, at Friday night at 7 p.m. for the prayer vigil. Um, God bless you, Elena. Thank you you so much. God bless Um, you, too. Bye. Keep on praying for each other, folks. Things are getting creepy and weird out there. Buckle up. Be ready. That's right. All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you. God bless you, Elena. Thank you. Lord, we come to you with repentant hearts. We seek you with all our might. Sinners at the mercy of grace. Redeemed we are by your embrace. Praise his holy name. Praise the King of Kings. Thank you.
When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you we will endure Until you come back for your bride To set her free I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds, for they shall see my glory. <laughs> 